0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundtalentMedia.com. Break it down, Dada. Break it down, oh,
1: break it down. Break it down, oh, break it down. Break it down, oh. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. You are now riding down the road with Emery in our rental van going across Texas, just past Waco on our way to Dallas from our show last night in Mission, Texas. We had played a big festival with the Deftones and Beartooth and a bunch of other bands. And so to start, uh, I would want to know to you guys, how much did you enjoy our time yesterday.
2: Well, Matt, did you enjoy it? Was it fun? Yes, it was fun all the entire time until the actual show, and then the show, our show, got cut very short. We were planning on playing about thirty minutes at least, and usually you can maybe even go over a hair, but um, our set got cut down to four songs, <laughs> and then other oh three no we played four we times. played four songs. They, said, they said, three said three, and we squeezed it for. And we the went from balls to the wall, hardcore with four. No way, because we've never not played walls. There's yeah. never been one time in Emory's entire career that we haven't played walls. Dave, did you have fun just being promise. at the festival? I had
1: watching a, the Deftones, hanging out in the field, eating some barbecue chicken. Yeah. What I'm looking for is we I, had some fun. I had yeah, a lot yeah, of fun. We did have fun. fun.
3: Well, for sure. Well, I don't understand Toby saying until we played because you always talk about your dream is to tour and not play a show.
2: I know. That's what. No, what I'm. So saying, you would think I think that would be a Excellent bonus. Point, no, David. because it was Excellent a living nightmare. Point. Because they didn't. We get there and yeah. we have a back line, supposedly. When I, I'm on stage, all the guitar. We need two guitar heads and cabinets and a bass amp. Yeah. And none of that was there. Where there was one combo <laughs> amp that's on true. stage with no distortion pedal. A, so it I it immediately was, was like, "This is shitty." And I want to at least sound good. If I if I left my family, 39 year old man leaves South Carolina. Drives from Dallas, flies to Dallas, drives from Dallas all the way to Mission, Texas, eight some hours plus, and then uh, the whole reason I'm there is to play this show. And then we don't even have an amp. What am I supposed no to back do? No backline. Yeah.
1: Well, so I'm hoping that everybody could. So eat agree. Shit, Dave,
2: <laughs> you gonna question me? I'll come at you. You gonna come <laughs> at me? I'll come at you, bastard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm hoping everybody could say they did have a good time because the next thing to point out then is. I hope you had a good time because the show we played—it seems as if, as of right now, was for charity and for your own enjoyment. Because there was, there is no money to be paid. We were not paid for the show. So,
2: Matt, for the listeners at home, explain how that could possibly be. We're world-famous rock band Emory, who has worked very hard to perform and at uh, the, the highest levels and get paid decently well. We've, right. we've done pretty good for us. How well, can we not get paid? Well, to
1: talk about it at all, it's uh, I, I find that the only way to do this would be to actually talk about real numbers and actually be completely legitimate and transparent here. Hell yeah. Which I had to admit, I get quite a kick out of doing anyway because in general, um, people are always really guarded about their numbers, their salaries, and stuff like that. And I always just get a kick out of, you know, nobody's stopping me from saying what we, what we get paid, what I'm worth, what this stuff right. is. So, uh, conventional... Wisdom says don't tell anybody what you're worth or your money and all that right. stuff, but I, I like throwing that out there. So, um, we'll talk about all our specific numbers and break down actually how this works for a band on the road, flying in, doing festivals and and all that stuff. So, Emory was a was contracted to play this festival uh, for five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is a little bit low. It's, it's lower than the threshold we ever take for a flyout gig because of what the expenses wind up being. Right. On the other hand, I'm sure five thousand dollars sounds like a shitload of money to a lot of people. Like I know a lot of bands would think that's a tremendous amount of money. So we we have this festival and then two days off and then another festival in Dallas in a couple of days that pays five thousand and something dollars. So the trip down to missions costs us. Uh, all of our expenses plus three days before we have to be anywhere. So three days of travel, hotels, all that kind of stuff.
2: So flights, to do rental this cars. Right.
1: So we'll go down. So we'll we'll do the expenses okay. on this. We'll we'll get back to it. But this is a, uh, you know, end of the day. What happened is that the festival was poorly organized, poorly run, backline problems. Beartooth had to play on a, a weird stage and only played three songs. Uh, they got the they got it the, re- the, worst. the really the worst and we were we got to play four songs uh, with no real backline we just had to scrounge and borrow stuff and use some some pieced together things during our ten minute <laughs> set change so other than that great time good so this is what happened there wasn't enough people there and it appears that there's not enough money to go around so we had to make some other speculations on what the Deftones are getting paid et cetera but. I knew stuff was getting fishy when I went to go get our check after the show, and the, the girl was in there. There was a couple other people waiting to get paid, and she said, well, they have to settle merch first, which is a bad sign because that means that they're trying to just to settle the merch – they they're needing that cash or something even though they're gonna raise a check so why would it matter that they're gonna settle the merch first or whatever so that's a bad sign i said okay well i'll be back at this time to get the check in 30 minutes okay came back they said no come back in a little bit we're trying to get all the checks you know starting to get fishy more and more tour managers lining up we didn't even bring a tour manager we just have the five of us on tour with us right. at the moment and so we go back in there and they uh everybody's waiting and the girl that was going to go get the checks comes back and said she heard something about they wanted to wire the money and at that point i knew i said all right this is big trouble here because you know yeah. that's just not how it works you don't leave you don't leave without the money itself and so eventually the promoter people came in there and they told us that they ran out of checks they said they'd uh and i said what do you mean like the che- you know you just didn't have enough checks in your checkbook before you left the house and they're like yeah just we didn't we don't have enough checks. Don't worry, we're gonna wire the money. So then everybody starts to get agitated. It starts to get to be a pretty tense scene because you have all these tour managers, you know, quite tense. And so everybody starts to figure out you're
2: our tour manager. No, I ain't we no tour manager either.
1: <laughs> but uh, it starts. I start to figure that that you know, there's obviously trouble with the money and stuff. So all the tour managers are piled up in the room. And um, th- they say there's some t- hang-ups in the getting paid and the tickets clearing from the box office and the online. So they're going to wire us the money next week. And that means that, that you know, they, they, they don't have the money. So th- we pinned them down, forced them to talk about it, tried to get them to talk about it. It wound up being, out of all the people there, me and the Devil Wears Prada tour manager became the, the, the vocal ones or the people using logic and trying to speak and you know, go, go in and try to find out and sort through it. But they were pretty much non-responsive. But they wound up telling us they sold about 1,500 tickets pre-sale and there was some walk up. So I, what do you think? There's a couple thousand people there, tops. Tops. Maybe they had a few hundred up. And so... You know, I, I pulled out a calculator and said, What do these people pay? Fifty five dollars times fifteen hundred people. That's eighty two thousand bucks. So they what, got
3: were tickets fifty five dollars?
1: Fifty five. They had some special ones that were a dollars The cheapest it, ones were yeah, fifty five. Yeah. So they so it was about eighty two thousand dollars at least that they brought in. But they had all those stages, all that sound equipment, all right. the lights, all the catering. And then, you know, you you start going in reverse order, like what do you think the Deftones got paid and then Devil Wears Prada and and so forth. So I don't really know, but I can only speculate. I believe that the Deftones probably got paid somewhere between fifty and hundred and something thousand dollars. That's a guess. I have no idea. I could be way wrong about that. And but- they
2: deserve every penny.
1: Well, they probably do, but there's no—I mean, there's no chance that their money wasn't north of fifty thousand. Right, right. And right. I would su- I would guess it probably was around eighty or a hundred thousand to get the Deftones right. to come out and do a festival, a band that size, and with what they're doing now, new right. record, and on the radio and stuff like that. So at that point, you can just—you know—everybody knows there's not enough money, so everybody starts calling the booking agents, and everybody has the booking agents and the managers, and it's a funny situation because all you can do is act like you are a mean, tough person. That would beat somebody up if you don't give me money right now, which well, is—I mean—it's like not something, arm them or right? Something like
2: that. Yeah. Mean, so funny, and which doesn't really work. The worst—it like comes it, down to just like you have to go back to some kind of mafia brute force. Right. Like I'm gonna—I'm gonna rough you up. Well, and that's the, that's money. what tour
1: managers say. They say all right. the—they—I mean, I'm not that way, and I don't do that. I just w- went at them a bunch of logical ways and tried to get information right. out of them, which it all points to the fact they don't have any money. But um, the other tour managers are—you know—they—they they just. It, they just turn into like Well I will get my I mean every, every one of them Stated super strongly They were getting paid And I was like No y'all aren't right. <laughs> Definitely not Gonna get paid And so we, we went there And so I hope you guys enjoyed The Deftones set I heard some of the songs But I was really bummed on That's it That's the because, worst part Well I'm yeah like, Deftones it, has been Like my favorite band One of my favorite bands forever So I've been kind of Looking forward to Getting to do this yeah, and, and all see the stuff them you and,
2: did Didn't do anything I mean you had a anyway. little bit Of information But I mean you would have Gotten yep. that anyway yeah. I mean
1: Yeah, well, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. So I got to hear overhear some of the songs and during the Deftone set and so there there you go. So we didn't get paid and as of now I don't believe at all that we will. They say they're gonna wire some money next week, but pretty simply you can tell the money's not there. So unless these people come out of pocket trust fund, who knows? I but mean, there's no, no reason that I to believe that they will. Now our agent manager said, Well, don't worry about it. We'll sort it out, we'll get the money. Which is really what makes this whole thing tough is we didn't get a deposit for this festival, which I right. thought we did and we were supposed to. And they said that they didn't. They trusted the people or whatever. So we flew down here, all spent all these expenses on our own money so far and are gone another two days before we even have another show. Right. And... It, you know, it looks like we're spending many, many thousands. I've got the, the total here. We'll talk about how much money we've oh, spent. Oh, God, I don't even want to hear it. So, not only do we not make, like, the whole thing is there's a swing here where we thought we were going to earn $5,000, and now not only do we not earn the money that we were counting on and blocked out our week to go travel, but we also lost the money we've spent assuming we don't get paid and i'll be glad to update everybody if we wind up getting paid in the future i'd be happy to be wrong about this but it seems as if not so i've got us down right now with about two thousand dollars of flights uh three hundred and fifty dollars of hotels for the three days three or four days here uh rental car was about 300 bucks our fuel for the car is about 100 bucks our food we spent about 300 so far on food and beer uh, 150 on some gear, supplies, tuner, batteries, stuff like that. 150 in baggage fee. Now, the luckiest bastard of all is Andy, our four-hired day-rate bass player, who's going to make 750 dollars this rate. week. He's guaranteed either way. And so that, that
2: equals just makes me sick to know that part. Yeah, that's the tough part and about undercharging it. they're
4: charging you for years.
2: So we're up to $4,000 of expenses. We only played four of of songs. you know how many wrong yeah. bass notes I heard? I know. Do I not well, get to at least playing, deduct? I had to
4: play through a DI box, do I, man. Do I, I not get, get to deduct
2: for wrong bass notes? <laughs> That's if kind of you point. you're a, you're training to be a what a engine, uh, electric, an engine an electrician? I'm actually
4: training to be an engine. You're gonna be yeah. a, <laughs> an electrician.
2: No, an engine. If you an couldn't engine. chop a board in half, do, don't they deduct something? And there's some kind of penalty.
4: I'm not sorry, Matt. To to interrupt. I'm this. just mad. No, that's
2: all
1: right. Well, you should be mad I'm because hurt. we're not getting our five thousand dollars, and so far we've spent about four thousand dollars out of our uh, out of Emory's bank account, which we keep. Shit. We we keep several thousand dollars in our bank account. Damn to, it. To get to tours and stuff like this. And so we've spent $4,000, and we're not getting that $5,000. What
2: makes me mad the, the, is I saw Josh. He sold a shitload of weed yeah. at the festival, and he's probably doing great. Josh, how much weed fine. did you say? Yeah. Josh is fine. Well, to the Prada, I'm sorry, I don't want to name any band names, uh, $65 so far. <laughs> it's pretty good, though. It's great, man. Hey, so I, I, the only thing I can say at the end of the night is
1: I looked at the guy in front of all the other people and said, listen, you got to understand, and this is what I really feel about it. It's like I, I'm not going to be a violent. I'm not going to be mean. I'm leaving. I'm, I, I was the first person to leave. I don't know how long they stayed and argued, and I don't know if the Deftones got paid either. We uh, left before they even finished at that point. But I looked at the guy and said, well, this is, this is why this is so shitty. We have – our five guys down here. We're here for several days. It's expensive to get down here. We've paid money to be here, and this is what we've all chosen to do with our hours and hours and days and days this week. We're not. And this is where I think it's interesting to talk about is we're not a uh, new band trying to make it. Lucky to pay the festival. They got stiffed four hundred dollars, and we're not the big band that was supposed to get a hundred grand and may come up short somehow. But we have a bunch of lawyers and whatever, yeah. you know. So we've got these five guys and we have eight kids between us and we're Toby turns 40 next week like that right. that's who we are seriously and, and we're down terrible. here if I make it that's what makes it so <laughs> absurd and so my question is <laughs> who do you think let's just say let's assume no bands get paid although I'm sure the Deftones will get paid some yeah. some of their money if not all um, and they totally should before we get paid I do believe that I guess that's what that's what I want to talk about who should get paid if there's some money i mean what about the because I mean, the other right. bands were there and they're saying right. look man we don't have enough money to get to the next show so like these 22 year old right. young bands and we're supposed to get 300 bucks man and we one band drove all the way down and didn't even get to play they drove 20 hours Good but they gosh. were probably supposed to get 400 bucks but they didn't get to play or they're getting to get paid because the festival ran so poorly right so who who gets it the worst what if the deftones are shorted 30 grand is that worse, or the band that doesn't get three hundred, or should we right. get paid? I mean, who? How? Uh, how do you think that money should go around?
2: Yeah, I don't know. One thing I was thinking is like looking at uh, Devours Prada set, and then obviously um, Deftones. I don't know how much of their own like production and sound guys and people they they are going to have to pay and bring. Yeah, they had tons playing. of baggage I mean, yeah, I mean, ton and, of, and buses yeah, oh, and crew yeah, and, yeah, and all yeah, that. We all didn't have this that. stuff. So I literally do wonder. Like, I mean, when they take a hit, it. it like us, if we don't get paid our money, it really sucks and it's devastating. And I'm almost forty years old, away from my family for a week for literally no reason. I'm I'm glad that some of our fans got to see us. I I'm happy that, but they only got to see four, four songs. songs. Yeah. So I I in a sense, I wish we wouldn't have done anything that they wouldn't have paid it, money. It to might not to that. have
1: been our best performance either.
2: Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What and. Uh, I just think Well For us Okay we're in this situation But then when I think about Something like You know like Devil Wears Prada Or Deftones If they get a ton of money Cut Like That's what, kind of worse I mean yeah It's way worse yeah. I mean the, the, the amount of money That they lose Percentage wise Compared to us Is way more But
1: what But they Oh they're rich They, they have all this they're stuff They get. Yeah, you know, I mean they
2: might be rich But that doesn't mean They shouldn't get their what money
1: What about the little Tour manager beside me Who was just freaking out He's going to get his $400 Do you feel bad for them?
2: Not really, because that's the part of the game when you're a smaller band. It just, yeah, I mean, you do get kind of shit on. So, sometimes would you put
1: all the money towards Deftones before it filtered down anywhere else? To be, I think just it may it
2: may have brought the most people. Right? I mean, the most people are standing there and everything. Of course. But there's a lot of bands that sold tickets and stuff. I don't know if they even got paid or not. I was talking a few lo- more local bands that sold tickets to get people to come and this and that. But it's just, it, it's really, to me, the thing is the. Right way would be split the money all, between everybody, but not everybody brought people or as many people or yeah. deserved it or whatever. So, I don't know. Probably from the top down, that tone should get more. That works probably should get more. I hope we get a shitload of money, but I don't know if we will. Yeah. <laughs> it's sad. It's really sad. Yeah, it is we really get sad. If we could end up getting more money, that would be great. <laughs> I hope that, like the way I feel about it, it's like, it's it's probably one of the worst things that's happened Honestly, in America, I hope one day that there's a movie made of it and Steve Carell plays me because it feels like a recession or it feels like, you know, something bad in the housing markets. This is worse. Yeah. This is the big short part two. Yeah. Like, so season
1: one yeah, of yeah. the big short was right. the Wall Street thing. And yeah, now, was now it's just this festival. The, the Emery. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the Emery when they got shorted back in 2016. Well, we've been shorted before, but I mean, uh, if we get none of this money, which... Common logic tells you you're not going to get. It just doesn't seem right. like we're going to get any. And I will be super happy to report if we do, and I certainly will. Uh does that? Yeah, I mean, right we, now we've it's been allegedly. shorted before but never. Right. Yeah, never <laughs> never before have we lost that much money. We've been take we've taken reductions and yeah. you know, you've had we've had tour managers where you have to march the poor promoter to the ATM and withdraw yeah. or go bo- get a check from his parents. I mean, we've seen e- everything like right. that happen. Totally. But it's usually not for that much I mean, it's never been for this much money,
2: right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, definitely not. Also, any other time has usually been on tour. So if you spread out, the yeah, loss, that's true. Over the amount of days you're gone, yeah, that's a good point. This is one lump something we spent just to get down here. So
1: yeah, this is especially the only reason we're in South Texas at all was for this specific um, yeah. money which is part of our I mean we only have a certain amount of days we can be gone and travel and tour so very much also this cost us opportunity costs of other shows that we could have played for better crowds that we, that we of people that wanted to see us where we could have gotten paid appropriately and done so we chose this over some opportun- other opportunity you know very, very strictly which makes it I, I guess worse I don't know if there's any yeah, way to feel played, good about uh, it we could have played a house show in Dallas
2: I just don't understand I mean like how would you feel the worst person in the world has to feel is Andy What does he feel like When he takes his friend's money Like we hand him cash Knowing that It's coming out of my kid's has, so food old fund The old
1: day rate up I, here Is going to get paid More than anybody My two year old Doesn't wasn't. get
2: to eat this week But Andy Single Andy is gonna make hundreds of thousands of dollars mere days from now.
4: I have when no so whatsoever. Do what? <laughs> you know why? Because I've been you undercharging question. you guys what since 2011. Shit. You guys have been paying
2: me. What kind of car shit. do you drive? Put the microphone a- in Andy, your mouth. Put the please. microphone to your mouth. Apparently you don't know. You're, that's it was how good right up of a singer basically dog. What kind of car do you drive? I've never
4: said that before, I promise.
2: Andy, what kind of car do you drive?
4: I drive a 2007 Toyota Camry that is. Th- does it have what nine kind of seats? Well, fabric okay, it might have leather it okay. might have leather
2: did you pay for that it
4: might have a moonroof did you pay for that car i did not pay for who it? paid for it my dada
2: <laughs> so you all you do is take it doesn't matter anybody above I ex- you, you take i will them. accept
4: a gift certainly but all i'm saying is that i've been undercharging y'all for years you know sometimes a day rate has its benefits I yep.
2: hope. I hope when you we, take that money, you hear my my two year old my three year old's voice saying, "Dada, I'm hungry."
1: <laughs> yeah, you know how you know yeah, that Toby's you not going to be beer. able to Buy his son a, a Toyota Camry because of this one day. I'm
2: glad that you'll get to drink more Miller oh, High Life
0: while my
1: this family is, starves. This is kind of Andy's revenge in the sense I mean, that we did a breakdown of the acoustic tour previously, and we kind of we laughed about him making that is true not very much money for that.
4: The only time the day rate has really helped me out was probably the most recent Australia trip. And this festival, yeah. So there's been Everything at least two I'd times where you made more money, more.
1: yeah. There's been at least two
2: times where you've made more money than us.
1: Anyway, so, uh,
4: I cannot let you make me feel guilty. About you make me sick.
2: So. <laughs> oh, right. you should make yourself feel guilty. You should be ashamed of yourself. Damn well, let's it. take
4: another Damn
1: angle it. on it, and let's discuss how do you feel in this case about, and let's explain how it works with the 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 role of management and agent when a situation like this happens. Right. I call our agent last night. Well, I text him and say. Uh, he, he texts me earlier in the day, everything good? I say, yeah, man. And then later I say, Hey, I don't, uh, there's problems here. I don't know if there's any money. Uh, it looks like there's no money, uh, something. What do we do? And I didn't hear anything back through this whole process. And then he eventually calls me back and says, Oh, Hey man, sorry. I was at the gym. (laughs) (laughs) So, no, hey. I'm not throwing our manager, agent, under the bus, but I will discuss frankly how what what that feels like is like. Oh crap! I need help. I don't know what we're supposed to do. Right? We're not. I mean, is this okay or not? What what are, you know? What, do you, what what's the deal here? Because that's what you think. You have this team in place, and oh, guess what? There's a contract. That's what everybody says. What well, there's a contract. The contract says you're supposed to give me five thousand dollars. Yeah. And then as soon as something like this
2: happens, it uh just doesn't seem to matter at all. And the contract so, thing. I don't think anybody understands it. That is a tool that management booking agents tell bands that that's why you need them. They say, hey, we'll handle the contracts. We'll do this, you know. And, we, and Yeah, that's we'll, the whole know, idea we'll get, of why you and, need that kind And, of thing, and right? the thing is, they do not matter almost at all unless you are a very giant band where it's serious and you have, like, serious lawyers and a team that will really ruin you or something like that. But for us... There is no way. If there is no money, we're not going to try and sue somebody. We can't. It would, it would cost more money to yeah, sue of them than anything. Yeah, exactly. And so it literally is just not true. A contract, they they it could have been written on toilet paper with a turd on it, and it would have been the exact <laughs> same amount. It would have been the same thing. Well, so the, the, the way that it works is the agent
1: usually has a ton of leverage that works to your advantage because any promoter that they deal with regularly is very dependent on the agent for shows and to have a good relationship and so they can get future shows. And if yeah. you if you torch an agent or do something wrong, then you get in trouble in the long run and th- therefore you don't want to harm the agent or go against this guy or that guy. And so in a case like this, you know, worst case scenario, they just don't ever get to do shows again. But it's not actually like we're going to use the contract, and there'll be legal action because it's not the money's not right worth it for the whatever the legal fee.
2: There's nothing you can do, and so the agent says, "Sorry." And that's just it feels like that's just a moral victory, which I don't yeah. care about. I'd way rather get paid than hey we this. Somebody never got to book a show again. Who cares?
1: So that's you th- feel like you need the agents and the managers for just these situations. But I will have to report it's just these situations when they are absolutely no help at all. I mean, they can't that, or be, at least really? that's the way I
2: feel. I mean, yeah, they can't be. I mean, there's not much. It's they, not their. I mean, it's right. not their fault.
1: Although it's, I think it is their fault in the sense that we didn't even collect a deposit, which we typically right. for a flyout would get fifty percent of the money up smart. front. And the deal memo I had said that we had a a deposit due on february 16th and then i found out last night they never had collected it so i am frustrated about that specifically because that was the deal i didn't even know that they didn't collect the deposit but in this case there's nothing that they can do to help me except for they tell me they told me today uh well you know we'll get it figured out next week and we anticipate getting paid right but that sounds like lip service to me at this moment so, again, yeah, well, I'd be happy that, to report if well, the it, if reason it why that
2: kind of is is because there's no way of knowing. Right. I mean, like, we were there. You were in that room right. and yeah. saw they do not have it. Sure. So, uh, I mean, there there could be something amazing that happens next week. And it'll, like you said, it would be awesome if that's the case. Yeah. The thing that gets me is the reason why they can talk, say, like, oh, we'll get it handled. No big deal. Because there is nothing on the line for them at all. Like, it, we are the ones that will take the hit. They, they didn't travel. They weren't away. They, there's no – he was at his gym. Right. so So the point is, like, I'm, I'm here. I'm living this right now. So the added pressure of that of, like, dang it, I got to call my wife, tell her that I'm away from my family for a week because of this thing we, I said would make money, and now it, it's not going to. Like, yeah. And there's nothing there. The, the agent or booking agents or management or whatever, whoever, they're at their house or their office – Going, well, that kind of sucks. I won't get my 10% or whatever, 15%, whatever it is.
1: Yeah, and so even if we do get the money, like I said, this captures the real moment the day after the festival where we're just frustrated. So if nothing else, I'm. this is what this podcast is communicating is the reality of being on the Interstate 35 here, knowing that every second this fuel, every mile that ticks off is just money out literally out of our pocket as we go forward just to try to get to the next show, which I anticipate will be better and we will get paid, and that will help this whole trip b- get to essentially break even because we got about, like I said, $4,000 worth of expenses, and we got another $5,000 or something dollars coming, and we have more expenses still to rack up with the food and hotels for the next few days, so with any luck, we'll pretty much we'll break even on this trip and not actually lose money to be gone you know when when you point out or talk about the difference in this and the acoustic shows that we've been doing lately it sure is a world of difference in that we do those acoustic shows and what's something I'm very excited about is we booked them ourselves there's no manager there's no agents we sell the tickets we do all the work and then we control all the money and there's no guarantee whatsoever we just get what we're worth and so this kind of nonsense is the kind of stuff that doesn't even feel like is what I want to do in the future so much what I'd like to do is just try to book clubs and book gigs ourselves and not even take guarantees but literally like in the long run I don't want people to overpay us for what we're worth I believe that if we sell the right amount of tickets we should just get what we're worth and whenever we take door deals like that and book our own shows it turns out
2: super good anyway so yeah, doing it on your own. At least, if we got screwed in this situation, part of me thinks, well, it's on you know, it's on us. Okay, well, you know, and I mean, like it's, it's But I mean, that, somebody
1: lure not you know essentially lured us to do all this stuff and come to this place for some large guarantee offer, kind of thing. But if you said, hey, you can go play in South Texas, it costs $800 for the venue, and $1,000 in these expenses, and you get to sell tickets at $25 for your fans to come to the show, well, we wouldn't have chosen to come down here. Because it wouldn't have sounded like a good idea, and we wouldn't have thought we were worth... We wouldn't have thought we could come down here and get $5,000. So, in a way, we shouldn't be down here. Oh, Nor should the Deftones, because literally, the bands in that market on this day were not worth worth it like if we all got together and said what are we worth the answer is oh not that much so it's okay for the market force to tell us there's not somewhere we should have been on this date for that kind of money so i'm okay with that because when we do stuff we control it on our own it actually works really really well yeah. and it doesn't even involve an agent i'm not anti-agent our agent's fine there's right. no,
2: no problem at right. all but it's uh, it's maybe a shift in the way that i, I would hope to do stuff in the future because well we, this stuff doesn't normally happen either and i guess no matter what we can't blame anybody but ourselves. We should have been probably more on top of did we get a deposit? We should have been more on top of hey, this sounds a little strange. Like, I literally, what is so funny? <laughs> Uh, three days before we flew, somebody posted an article about how uh, this festival hadn't sold well, and it was probably, no matter what, going to be the last f- time this festival might have ever happened. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's kind of sad. Oh, well. And then That's I, the, when
1: you should have immediately right. said, hey, we got the deposit, right?
2: Yes. I, I mean, to our I, age. There's nobody I can blame more than myself, I mean, <laughs> for sure. I mean, all the warning signs, like... A, a a news article from the place they saying the festival has been going home for a long time might not be happening anymore because it's not doing that good but also part of me wonders is it the is it an emory curse that like we played several festivals where we that was it like it was one well, of they the get, last times yeah. that festival happened
1: well i think that's common with festivals you know they they get bigger and bigger and then they eventually bust like it's kind of a in the life cycle of a festival that's what happens they grow they go next year we get the bigger act and the more tickets and the bigger guarantee right and eventually it's like you know it's a thing where you know gigantism even in nature usually precedes extinction they would say like the dinosaurs are so big that they when the resources get scarce they're not adaptable anymore kind of thing so festivals are the same way Soundwave I think has had trouble and Cornerstone eventually petered out and almost every other festival that at one point did well eventually does go away so yeah, might be part of cycle.
2: I guess festivals in general are really tough to run. I mean they just don't I don't it, it depends on a lot of people being there, and if that doesn't happen, yeah. you, everybody's screwed everybody.
1: Well, and it's, it's harder on these because we do a lot we do Christian festivals sometimes, and this is not a Christian festival, which is nice because right. whenever you do a non-Christian festival, it's actually typically way cooler. However, those Christian festivals often are funded by churches and stuff, so sometimes they actually do have more money anyway. So here's a general market festival where we have a small guarantee anyway that we're not worth, and then the fans can't come. So it's to me the con- the conclusion is we just shouldn't even be there if it's some something that we're we're not worth. We don't need to try to try to force it or something like that. I don't really know. Dave,
2: I, are you glad that you came?
1: Yeah. Cause why? Cause For it's, fun? Yeah, it's
3: fun. I don't. I have. Are you gonna told, tell your wife that you didn't get paid? No, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Put think. that mic in your face. No, I'm, I might tell her, but I was thinking we sh- that should be something we put on the, our manager and agent as well for the future. If we don't get paid or don't get our money, they also have to... Let our wives and no, they have to. Call it's on them. Said, to, yeah, I mean, I'd. I like if, that. Yeah, if our manager called Laura and let her know <laughs> yes. that way, when she, that I mean, no, he'll they don't
2: care. Let's go. Hey, really sorry, Laura. But I, still, I at think least, they should have to call their own wives and like say they're yeah. bitches and they, they hate their own wives and stuff, like really hurt their own family. But would Laura <laughs> think they that to wouldn't Laura be pissed that you wouldn't tell her and you made our manager call her?
3: Well, they'd have to smooth <laughs> that over too. They'd make it. That's where, their job.
2: Yeah, they have to smooth over. They
3: have to take the blame. They have to go into full detail. So then, when Laura calls me. Later, and I talked to her. She didn't have any questions for me. He's like, "Yeah, sorry about that. It sucks." That's a good idea. And at least at make they, them feel the yeah. pain a little
2: bit. Let them work a little no, bit. No, because our wives are super nice. They go, It's okay. Don't even worry about it. But and then they'll still give you. Then, no, no. So as yeah. she gets off the phone. She's she'll say, "Dave, I can't believe that you did that." No, way. but and it'll yeah. be terrible.
3: It will be, but they'll still go into all the detail about why it happened. They they have to explain
1: why
2: it happened.
3: Because this, yeah, you,
1: your wife will say, "Yeah, that's right." Yeah, your, they'll your say. will fine. say, "Well, why didn't you make them pay you?"
3: Yeah, any question they'd ask you after the fact, why
2: didn't you? i tell you what I would have done, or you should have told them this. You're, they would never talk to your manager or booking agent like no, that. I know no, they wouldn't. Yeah, so right.
3: the manager would tell them those points before the fact, just saying, hey. Because they would just go along with it and say, oh, no problem. But they would be forced to say, explain <laughs> everything in detail, regardless of yeah. our wife's reaction. I want a
2: contract, and it says no matter what, like if, like in this situation, we get somebody's TV. Like one of the managers <laughs> or <of> booking <laughs> the agents, their TV their, their HDTV, would or their sound system, maybe an amp with some speakers. You know, I get, their, I get their car for six months. Something that they, they feel the pain. I'm so oh. mad I can't even talk right now. I'm just <laughs> hurt. I think it's more at least it was fun.
1: At least it was fun. Yeah. That's, and today, we yeah. got an off day. It's so off what day. are we going nice. to do the rest of the day? <laughs> it's going to be great. Basketball, basketball money, Go to drink, Chili's. Watch some money. basketball. I mean, I, I have to admit, <laughs> this is probably the best possible bad job situation.
2: Yeah, you that's know? true. You
1: get to be with your friends and away from the old family and go to Chili's probably gonna eat carbs tonight what would you rather Drink would, some you, beer. would you
2: rather like we did something really badass and just got like the festival didn't pay us like would you feel better right now if you at least did that like how bad would you feel like how I was thinking how bad would I feel if I would have like pulled down my pants and moon the crowd <laughs> or was like fuck y'all I hate you y'all are so stupid or what you know like I would have threw, threw a beer bottle hit somebody in the head or something and we'd like the festival's like we're not paying you you're terrible Would y'all feel better if we had a reason not to get paid? Yeah, yeah. Like, if if there was at least a reason, like, well, we we really screwed up. We should not have done that. (laughs) Like, at least you'd have a story. No. Our story now is. Yeah, we couldn't We're stupid we couldn't convince our story now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At least when we found out we weren't getting paid, we should have destroyed everything. <laughs> well, that's what I thought about. I was like, I, I was thinking, well, I could tell him. It's
1: like, well, we're going to go grab one of the nice lights or one of the sound right. monitor board and throw it in our van and take off. But that would have just screwed over the, the sound production company, of course. It'd be stealing. I was trying right. to think, what could I do to get my – could I grab the guy's laptop, the promoter's laptop in front of me and run off with it? But, that, of course, none of that – makes any sense but
2: <laughs> that would have been so funny Cross my like, if we y'all have threaten that and then y'all took off and y'all were like grabbing like expensive speakers and stuff like that and then the story was like man it was crazy emory they went and they grabbed all this stuff and then i think i saw the lead singer over by the food cart just like grabbing shit loads of hot dogs and, <laughs> and bear claws. <laughs> if i
1: came running out of the promoter tent say like, get this out grab the monitor board <laughs>
2: <laughs> the problem That'd is we be, have literally no place to put it in yeah this we don't have any
1: place to put it can't fly home with it yep. so what about so what would be worse Craigslist
2: in Mission yeah. Texas.
1: In a sense though would this be better to not get paid for this but at least we're out here versus you're at home on a regular job and then you oh, just don't get wife a, and, and you just don't get a paycheck though That at least this is better than that like if you yeah, worked all week at that. Subway and then the boss
2: looked at you in the week and said sorry yeah but there's a chance we worse. might be actually paying out of pocket to be here that's true like i mean that's what really sucks is like i I mean if i can at least break even i can you know i can be okay well jess that was a it didn't work out but i didn't lose any money for our family yeah and the deftones in this instance there's a great chance that i'm losing money for our family yeah which is just devastating when you don't have any money at all so (laughs) i'm losing money for my family that we don't have Right. Well, hey, at
1: least I'm on this podcast. At least we can That's go to cool Chili's. Are we going to Chili's, though? What are we eating for we'll supper? Probably go to Chili's. I want to, to go to TGI Fridays yes, with dude. all you Fridays. can eat apps. Fridays.
2: Unlimited, unlimited. it? apps. Unlimited They have unlimited oh, appetizers yeah. at TGI Fridays. Like, we each get, bottomless. We, right. We each get one. The problem I, is the keto diet that I'm doing, it did not make me feel good. That. Last night we did a bunch of apps at Applebee's, and I literally ate out of like anger and hurt. And so it, I woke up like. It's like a walk of shame this morning to the treadmill. It really was sad, and I just ate that way because of the festival. Not only did the festival steal my money, they stole my pride in my food. Yeah. They yep. stole my pride in my body and my health. They mean, I mean, I'm 39 years old. I'll be 40 here soon, and they stole everything that I have. Well, there is one, one positive from the festival I wanted to say to tell all you guys. When I, during walls, I saw Chino out in the pit just the Yeah, Chino was shit. going on was, during off during walls in the
1: pit. I oh, yeah, that was that. really walls, cool. That was tight. That did that, make it. That worth made it. it all worth so, it. No, I, yep, I, I agree. All right, folks, well, that's it. That's where we are. We're going to be at our place in Dallas soon. Time to find another hotel room.
2: Our dad, my dad, our families were right. We should have never been in a band. We blew it. We made the wrong decision.
1: This is one of those times when they, when everybody that was against us was right. This will be this hilarious
2: to try and explain this to my dad because my dad does not understand being in a band anyway. It makes a living, so this would seem right to him. Of <laughs> course. what do you... Why don't you, <laughs> you flew all the way to you Texas? You thought they were going to pay you $5,000 to do what that? What in the world would they pay you $5,000 for? <laughs> pay me 5000 What are you talking about? It's exactly what my dad would say. So he, to him, this is normal. This is the right thing that happened. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right,
0: folks, that's where we are. Talk to y'all soon. Day rate. Peace. Yeah. This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant, evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and -and up-and-coming artists of today such as Liz Stokes of The Beths and Genesis Owusu.